It doesn't end well for Shlomo. Unfortunately, his grand project's success led to weakness. By forging ties with many nations, he fell in love with their daughters. Those daughters brought with them their pagan rituals. He marries a thousand women. Hashem is not impressed. He warns him. Shlomo doesn't take heed. And in this chapter, we already start seeing the decay and the collapse of the United Jewish Kingdom. Unfortunately, the Jewish Kingdom was united under three kings. That's it. Shaul, David, and Shlomo. After that, it split into two. And that's really where the rest of the book of Kings, Kings 1 and Kings 2, Malachim, Aleph, and Bet, will carry us. So, in the words of chapter 11, Shlomo loved many foreign women and the daughter of Pharaoh, who, again, we mentioned earlier, had the highest status. He loved Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonites, Chittites, from the nations about which Hashem had told them, do not consort with them, and they shall not consort with you, because they will sway your heart after their gods. And yet Shlomo clung to them for love. He had 700 full-fledged noble wives and 300 concubines who had a lower legal status than the wives. And his wives swayed his heart. Or at least he led them. He let them do what they wanted. So it was at the time of Shlomo's old age, after many years of marriage, that his wife swayed his heart after other guards. And although he did not actually engage in idolatry, nevertheless his heart was not whole with the Lord, his God, as the heart of David, his father, had been. He followed Ashtoreth, goddess of the Sidonians, and the god Milcom, the, the detested god of the Ammonites. Again, these were all false gods that these people served. And it's important to say it now, before we go into many chapters of idolatry. The first temple era is saturated with idolatry. And today, I don't know anybody who's tempted with idolatry. But the Talmud tells us that until the sages begged God in the beginning of the second temple era to remove idolatry from the Jewish people, that temptation, it was the same temptation people have for sexuality today. It was obsessive, it was intense, it was all-encompassing. Just like sexuality seemingly can be, you know, if you explain it to an alien, they'll say, why, why that intensity? Obviously, a person needs, you know, to procreate, but that obsession, for us, we take it for granted that that's the way humanity lives, at least a big part of it. In those days, idolatry was an equal obsession. It was madness. And Shlomo does evil in the eyes of Hashem and he did not follow the Lord as David, his father, had. Shlomo built a shrine for the god Chemosh of Moab on the mountain that faced Jerusalem in the, in the area of the Mount of Olives. And for Molech, the detested god of the children of Ammon. Molech is one of the worst um, gods in the fact that people served him by burning children alive. So he did for all his foreign wives who burnt incense and slaughtered to their gods. These women had no responsibilities and buried themselves in foreign customs. And by turning a blind eye to their actions, it's as if he had done it. Hashem was incensed with Shlomo because his heart had swayed from the Lord who had appeared to him twice, once in a dream when he was coronated and a second time after the dedication of the temple. Hashem was furious and Hashem commanded him about this manner that he not follow other gods. 
but he did not keep that which Hashem had commanded. All the, everything gift he had, his wisdom, his greatness, his power, his direct prophecy of God, should have prevented him from going or at least tolerating this. But it did not. And over here, a powerful reminder that you could have all the strengths and all the skills. And you could be the wisest and the most generous. But if you don't hold yourself solid, you could be swayed. The fick, how fickle, the fickility, I don't know if that's a word, of the human condition is so expressed in the story of Shlomo. The truth is in different ways it's expressed by David and definitely by Shaul. You know, if you've been with us on this whole journey through the books of Shmuel and Melachim, you know how these great, these great people, how easily they were broken by the temptations.